Welcome to the Middle Church Podcast, a multicultural, multi-ethnic, intergenerational movement of spirit and justice, powered by revolutionary love with room for everyone. No matter where you are, how you look, or who you love, we pray this podcast will help you on your journey. Here's this week's sermon. Good morning, Middle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, let us pray. Dear God, help us to receive your word, receive your love, and to bear witness to this broken world that we can heal each other and ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Middle, how are you? I have missed you, Middle. I have missed you. My goodness, my goodness. Uh, You have been through some terrible, terrible things. Thank you, my dear sister. (laughs) You've been through some terrible, terrible things and terrible, terrible times. Um, My heart has been broken. You know, when I heard the word of the, the fire in your church, I just could not believe that that beautiful sanctuary, that, that temple of love that I know is middle, um, is not there now. It will be there again. You know, it will be there again. And, um, you know, you've been, you've been in my prayers. You really have. Uh, you know, and I come to you, apparently, I come to you as one of your uh, Asian-American Pacific Islander uh, speakers. And I I remember the last time I I came to preach at Middle. um, uh, It was a February. And I was walking, Jackie was away. And I was walking up the steps of the church. And I get a message from Jackie. She says, "Um, good luck. And by the way, you're our Black History Month speaker. (laughs) And I thought, good to know. So I, I expect next year I will be here for Latino Heritage Month. <laughs> and the year after for Native American History Month. Um, you know, look, it, it, is a, it is Ascension Sunday. And it is this season of Pentecost, uh, which you know, it's a season of harvest and a season of reaping, but it's also a season of mystery. It is a season of mystery. Uh, and, I, and I say this because, you know, we're living in a time and a moment of moral catastrophe, otherwise known as the United States of America. <laughs> right? And in moral catastrophe, we are stuck in confusion and chaos And the idea that we will somehow be relieved of that confusion of chaos can elude us, can elude us. You know, um, I think about coming here, and again, being your Asian American Pacific Islander speaker, but also I wanted to speak to you today about the need and virtues of solidarity. 
because this is a, in the times of moral catastrophe, the things that those who will not want us to feel free will push us to be isolated from each other, to feel a deepening isolation and loneliness. But we do not have to accept that. You know, the story of the ascension, as you heard Ben Reed, you see this figure of Jesus rising to the heavens. And I love this image, wrapped in a cloud. And I've always thought of this as a cloud of unknowing, where our worldly knowledge does not have to capture us any longer. We're not in possession of that. But we get to unknow the world as it is in anticipation of the world that can, that can be. And the season of Pentecost is a season, again, of anticipation, a season of possession. You'll hear next Sunday for the Pentecost Sunday, the story of the Holy Spirit that comes swirling through the temple and possesses the people. And as Jackie preached so powerfully last Sunday, and they began to speak in tongues. They began to speak a strange language. Now, I'm going to get to that in a second, but I want to think a little bit about what's happening in our moment. As I said, we are living through this moral catastrophe engineered by, we have to say it, they're fascists. You know, and what do fascists do? They want to deprive us of our sense of humanity. They want to deepen our sense of inhumanity. So what are they doing with, and where, where do they go first? They go for our children. So you think about the attempts to seize children at our borders, the passing of laws to seize trans children who are seeking what? They're seeking medical affirmation of their humanity. And they're seizing our books. They're seizing our books. And why is it so important to think about the books that they are seizing? I mean, what books are they taking? They're taking books about black history, about black culture, about black freedom. And what are they affirming? So in Florida, that, I don't know, what do you call it? Is it a bastion of fascism? Is it the, the land of folly? They just passed a law mandating the teaching of Asian American history in the schools. And I'm mentioning this in the context of thinking about solidarity, because the cynic, otherwise known as Ron DeSantis, thinks, well, let me give some love and sunshine to our Asian Americans in Florida and keep black folks and others in the darkness. Somehow thinking that we can foolishly believe that Asian American history is somehow independent of black history, independent of indigenous history, independent of Latino history. It is foolishness, and it is fascism. And one of the things that we have to believe is that those of us committed to solidarity, those of us committed to the fight for freedom, will have to resist the lies, will have to resist the falsity, will have to engage and feel ourselves wrapped in those clouds of unknowing. How do we unknow the lies of fascism? How do we unknow the lies that say our inhumanity, our lack of humanity, 
is not a permanent condition. You know, um, I don't know, I, I, I'm a teacher and an educator. And you know, this book banning and such is, is just cracking my heart open. You know, and the, the thing that, well, what he goes after the books, they go after the books, not him, just him, but our friend in Texas and Alabama. They want to keep our children from knowing this history that says that freedom is possible. They want to take away our canons of liberation. They want to take away, you want to ban something like Beloved? You want to ban Toni Morrison? You want to ban James Baldwin? You want to ban Ralph Ellison? You want to ban Zora Neale Hurston? Which is to say you want to ban our four fathers and mothers who gave us an architecture, a design for a different world. I mean, I think about the ways in which I have been shaped, and I have said this from this pulpit before, I have been shaped by the black freedom tradition. And Asian American life, Asian American prosperity is nothing, is nothing without the black freedom tradition. You know, I've said this to you before, I'm here in the United States as a first generation immigrant because of the fight for black freedom. You know, my family does not arrive on these shores if it were not for the civil rights fighters. You know, I'm a direct beneficiary of that. So how could I not believe in solidarity? How could I think that my prosperity is somehow possible if it is at the expense of black folks? Or is that at the expense of Latino folks and Native Americans and trans folks? It's just untenable. It's just untenable. You know, I, the word solidarity comes from the Latin solidum, which means solid or whole sum. That, you know, this idea that our interdependence, our loving interdependence, is the only path to which we can feel whole and we can be of one. I do not think, and you all, I know you all believe this, that <clears throat> our we can be free somehow without each other. You know, it's, um, I, I, <laughs> the evil that is before us, this infliction of unjustified suffering, requires that we say that, well, we speak otherwise. We speak otherwise. I mean, the, being possessed by tongues, as it were, being possessed by a knowledge that we are loved otherwise is a dangerous knowledge. You know, the books that are being banned are considered to be a dangerous knowledge. And why are they afraid to, uh, that we are somehow going to be woke? Why is that frightening to them? Because to be awake means that we are free. To be awake means that we can love fully. The weight on us, the insistence on our separation, is not our fate. It is not our fate. But loving interdependence 
That is our destiny. It is our destiny. But it is a destiny that requires us to speak differently. It is a destiny for which we have to invite each other to be in loving relationship with each other, to be loving differently. You know, the, the story of Pentecost is a story really about the Holy Spirit. And I think about Augustine's definition of the Holy Spirit, where he says, you know, the Holy Trinity is the, the lover, the beloved, and the love that binds. Imagine being possessed by a love that binds, that we can face evil with confidence. We can face evil with courage. We can face evil with each other. We are one and whole and some. I hope for us to be possessed by the love that binds not to be undone by the evil in this world. You know, you have been undone, middle. You know, your building has been undone, your temple has been undone, but your, your hearts are whole. Your hearts are whole. Let us proceed into the world as we gather each other, as we invite each other in loving interdependence, in a binding love. Let us pray. Heavenly God, keep us in possession of your wondrous and just love. Help us find the grace and mercy that is your true witness and your true bearing. And keep these amazing people in your hearts, in your heart, in your minds, and in your love. Amen. Thanks for listening, friends. To learn more about Middle Church, visit middlechurch.org. You can help grow this movement of love and justice by rating us on Apple or Spotify and by sharing this episode with a friend or two. Send us an email at info at middlechurch.org if you have any questions or comments. We hope you'll come back next week. Bye for now.